This is I Don't Give You Listen podcast with my mom, Shawnee, and my auntie, Leonica. Episode 26. Have a good day and happy Chinese New Year. Ooh, yeah. China, China, Chinese New Year. The holiday of China. No, 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 no. It's crazy, girl. Life is just a mess. It's out of the prescription. It's like, wait a minute, was this the right diagnosis? (laughs) (laughs) I think I was treating something different. Oops. (laughs) You mean this isn't for hair loss? Oh, my bad. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I think that's where we need to start the podcast. I don't care if you listen, episode 26. Leonica's got some life, family life stuff, and I've got family life stuff, and we've all got life stuff, but you're right. Life's a mess. You got to make sure we're uh, working on the right diagnosis, huh? <laughs> the right diagnosis. <laughs> Don't treat foot pain when you have an earache. <laughs> maybe it's us. Maybe we're just like, we're wired to never be satisfied. Because even if you do accomplish things, you know, you set this plan, you set these goals, you attain it, then you need more. You're still not satisfied. You get the job, you get the house, you get the business, you get the car. Never satisfied. Never Why is that? I mean, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Because I'm, I find it to be, so I'm not good at relaxing. I'm not good at just sitting down, sitting on the couch and chilling out. I always feel like I should be doing something else. Until I have X, Y, and Z, I should always be hustling to get more. I should always be hustling to get more. When yeah. does that stop? Where does that stop? It's exhausting. I know. And I know that drives, I'm like that too. It drives my husband crazy because I can't sit still. I have to do something. I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta write something. I gotta be on my phone looking something up. I gotta be reading something. I gotta be emailing something. I Just to sit? I mean, even if the TV is on and I'm watching TV, I'm still... Tittle. Like, I never just have empty thoughts. Maybe that's what drew us to each other. But that's something you and I have in common. I love painting. I love making music. Remember I told you I took that mix, the mixing class? Like, uh-huh. I literally don't feel like I have time to just sit down and be inspired to make music, right? I just don't feel like I have it. My mom and dad came. My mom was saying, hey, you know, for, for Feng Shui, you should put a mirror right here in your kitchen, and that'll help increase prosperity in your home. I went and got the mirror. I got the mirror home. I didn't like the color of the mirror, so I'm sitting there painting the mirror last night. And Chris is playing a game on his computer, and I was like, are you playing a game? He was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm painting this mirror because it looks like I'm enjoying myself, but I'm actually painting it so that we can build our prosperity in our home. See, I'm doing something for the house. And I was like, damn, you're a bitch, honey. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was like, I felt like I was doing something productive for the house. What do you mean you're enjoying yourself? Why should you be enjoying yourself? I was, then I was like, well, what are you? Who are you? What are you? What is Right? What's that? Like, that's crazy. I get it. I'm like that too, Sharon. Maybe yeah. until I live in this perfect 
world where everything is perfectly in sync and everybody's totally, you know, doing good things or whatever. I don't know what satisfaction feels like. I don't know that I've, I've come close to it, but I don't know that I've ever really had that point where I just felt like, all right, I made it. I can chill. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's too many things to do. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to all those type A personalities. Yeah, is that it? Because even I look at my house and my house isn't all like super organized. So I'm like, am I really a type A? <laughs> Are type A like uber organized people? No, that's OCD. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, A, my alphabet soup personality. Shout out to all the alphabet soup personality types out there. <laughs> that's right. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. So we got to focus and we got to get stuff done. That's just where I, uh, where I leave that. We got to focus to get stuff done and be okay with taking some time to just sit and appreciate where we're at. I think it's hard because there's so much going on around us too. For instance, we, we did this podcast and we talk about the politics and the things that's going around the country and the world. And I think even just thinking about those things make it difficult for me just to sit still because I gotta fix that. It's a problem, it needs to be fixed before I'm gone so that my kids don't have to have the worries and the stress that I have. I need to use my life currency to affect change in that category somehow, some way because I know that every little bit is what helps change the world. And because I know that every little bit is what helps change the world, I have to do my every little bit in any capacity I can while trying to make a better life for myself and my family and trying to get to a point where I can sit and relax. Knowing that my time is limited. Yeah. And I don't know how limited. (laughs) I don't know when, where, or how, you know, my time is going to end. It's already, life already has that um, sense of urgency attached to it because we know it's a fact, we know it's finite, but when you add madness in the world happening at such large levels, you feel like you have to do something about it and fix it. Humans are animals. I always say that we're animals, but I don't think animals go through all the processing and complications that we go to. You know, they're like, okay... Eat, sleep, sex. Yep. Do they? And but then again, we don't know. They they play together, dogs and. I don't know. I mean, I maybe the deer running into the middle of the street is a version of suicide, but I don't know that like. But I don't think we have, like, you know, proof that, like, animals, you know, get to that point where they're like, I can't, I'm not taking it anymore. I'm into my own life. I have never seen a chipmunk run off a cliff. Never. Can you imagine that? A bird just stopped fucking with me to... To drop. <laughs> <laughs> Only humans. Yeah. Only humans. So is it... Is it that lack of satisfaction then? Why can't we just be minimalist? 
can't be happy with what we have. We have to create more. We have to go to the stars. We have to leave the planet. We have to dive under the water. We have to go in the mountains. We just cannot leave stuff alone. That is our beauty and our curse. It is. When Chris and I first met, I we used to say this thing where we'd be like, I wish we could just stay in our pod. Just be in our pod and like not have to deal with anything else. As I get older, I realize that that pod was just a longing for like being safe, being secure, not having to function for other people, about other people, around other people, and have, be measured by other people. Right. That measurement, that constant measurement is, that's, and I think that's, and my mom was like, if it wasn't social media, it would be something else. You know, there's always been that thing in the world where people always try to one-up each other. So if it wasn't, but for me, I feel like social media has amplified it so much for people. Yes. Maybe. Because before that, we had regular media, you know, we had TV, we had magazines, we had newspapers. But the term keeping up with the Joneses is a long, old, old term. That's been around it forever. That's true. That's very true. We always want to evolve. Is is that never-ending desire to evolve? Well, as you come up on your 42nd birthday, as your older 43-year-old friend... <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I think that I uh, am starting to realize is that that burning voice that we have always had inside of us saying you've got to do, you've got to do, you've got to do it never goes away so now we either listen to it, harness it use it and make it part of who we are or we spend time fighting it off trying to quiet it down and I'm not good at that side so that's why I feel like on the second half of this trip around the sun I hope I get a second full half first right. of all right. but I hope that I can use what I know to affect some version of change but really take a good hard look at the beauty that's around me. But there's some beautiful shit. There's a lot it of beautiful is. shit. It is. So, yeah. Like, really sweet, genuine, full of integrity, sweet, loving human beings on this earth. So on this whole saving the world trip, we have, like, Does it cost? <laughs> you would think it would be free in democracy. You would think. However, it's free in a capitalistic democracy. If you really see it feeling like you want to do it, do it. I'll be on your campaign. A campaign. No, I just want to register. Well, last week you talked about the Starbucks guy and you said how he was making you nervous. Well, it's just getting bigger and bigger with how nervous he's making everybody. Uh, Howard Schultz. My mom, mom. Like, my mom is 
so mad at him right now. Mr. Ralph Nader II. <laughs> right. Even Jill Stein. I saw Jill Stein talking on TV about how she had nothing to do with the Russian influencers on Facebook, etc., etc., right after you've got pictures of her sitting at the table with Mike Flynn and Vladimir Putin. Okay, whatever, girl. Whatever. I think she might be in with them, too. I'm pretty sure that's the case. And the Starbucks guy, too. I think that they are planting people. I think she was a plant, and the Starbucks guy is probably a plant, too. They know what happens when votes get divided. Nah, they know. They're no dummies. That's why I'm, I want to be excited about Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, you know, all these other people. I want to get excited about them, but they're making it so constant like it's just too muddy it's too muddy there's too many people there's too many people we need to slow our rolls in that department this howard schultz guy and any other millionaire that just thinks that they can you know have money yeah or they can buy that they can buy it they can buy whatever they need i'm gonna buy the candidacy i'm gonna buy it and chris was like he was talking about donald trump and hillary clinton how they both had this um recognizability you know everybody had this recognition for it everybody knew who Hillary Clinton was and everybody knew who Donald Trump was he was talking about nationwide but I think there's markers worldwide worldwide that they were just recognizable people you know based on their history and who they are but this Howard Schultz guy he was like I bet if you just asked average people who that is they'd be like isn't that the guy who made the peanuts Charlie Brown like that's what people would think yeah which Howard are we talking about I think that's the name yeah, which Howard? But I don't know that uh, I'm excited about the 2020 election. I'm scared. I'm scared that we're going to brush this whole Russia thing under the rug, that it's just not going to turn into anything, that this criminal is going to... There's going to be more countries besides Russia feeling like they can influence us. And then I think they can because we're so easily influenceable. It's going to all come down to money. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to money and who's going to get the most money in those people's hands. That's why everybody's freaking out about this Cortez conversation about taxing the rich, you know, and I don't know. I guess creating an equal playing field is not good for some people and I feel like those people are the ones that are just going to make it really hard for us to have fair elections again because they want to protect their riches right self-preservation even though the Saudis have all the oil the control of all the oil we're we know that they've also got investments in solar because they know the oil is going to run out eventually and I'm really disappointed in Florida. I feel like Florida as a state, you know, like Andrew Gillum was saying, should really be like solar power everything, everywhere. Right, the sunshine state. That would make a lot of sense. And I, it's just what blows me. My mom and dad, we were talking about how we have all these great inventions here and we make all these great things and then we send them away to, be, to China and everywhere else to get mass produced. Mm-hmm. It's like we have all this great wisdom here why are we i understand that car companies have such a hold on 
the overall economy because of everything that is involved with driving cars. You've got the oil, you've got the parts, you've got the roads, you've got all that stuff. But like not wanting to jump on a new plan because we know that this stuff is running out and not being ahead of the game in front of everybody else in the world, I don't understand that. I don't get that. It's because they have money, Shalini, and I keep telling you that's why all this space exploration is going on. They are planning to build a new society in another on another planet, and they're just going to leave all of us for regular folks. <laughs> yeah, they're planning for all of our resources to be depleted. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make water on Mars, water on the moon. There's a reason for that. They know. And then, do you know three times this week, three times this past week, people that I think are generally, like, not dumb people, like, that are relatively educated enough, three times I've had to say, they've been like, oh, global warming doesn't look like global warming because it's awful cold up there. It's like, no, that is not global warming, people. Even I am, dude, I cheated on a chemistry exam to graduate. Can you please understand I am not better than anybody else in the world? What I am saying, though, is understand basic shit. Global warming does not reference things actually getting warm. Like, come on. They didn't think people were going to be that dumb that they'd actually think that. Global warming means we literally, our weather is changing. Every year it's getting hotter in Florida, colder in Michigan, hotter in Florida, colder in Michigan. Over time, those things are going to meet and it's going to be bad. People think that that's like just the way it is. It's not. Things are changing. The, and it's never been that way. The fluctuation. The was closed three days this week. The entire freaking state, I mean, all the schools, the government, city offices, county offices, state offices. Things never happened in my lifetime. And I have lived through the worst ice storms in history. I have lived three days without power. Because of the ice, this, thank goodness I had power in me, but this is nothing in comparison to that. It's, it's crazy. I have a friend um, who, <laughs> Gal Friday, what's up? Um, I don't know that I want to go into this rabbit hole, but she literally said this to me the last time I saw her just as a, something to think about. She was like, you need to start doing some research on manufactured weather. I've been talking about that too. Yeah. And I'm wondering, okay, so if somebody's manufacturing weather over here in this part of the globe, and somebody else is manufacturing weather over here in that part of, you know, I'm thinking in, in the northern... I'm thinking in the northern hemisphere somewhere, and then somewhere in the southern hemisphere on opposite sides of the world. What is that doing? And are they coordinating with each other about this shit? Or are they just randomly saying, okay, we're going to test on this day, not knowing that somebody else is testing on this day? I wish I could say that I thought any of that was crazy, loony, conspiracy. But I believe in the possibility of all those things, all of them. Because we believe in people, and people are 
freaking amazing and evil at the same time. <laughs> yeah, or or dumb. Right. You know what I mean? In, in our pursuit of knowledge, <laughs> we fuck around and, and bend some laws and some rules and some principles that aren't supposed to be fit in certain ways. Yeah. Turn our turn the whole freaking earth into a black hole. Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash away the rain. Black hole sun, won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you come? But I have always kind of been drawn to like the marketing, advertising stuff because that's generally where I've landed my talking skills I guess you could say but us being in this world of constantly trying to sell each other stuff and always trying to sell each other stuff and always trying to see how we can make money off our brothers and sisters just to sell them stuff because as long as we sell them stuff we're successful we got to sell them stuff have, get the numbers get the followers get the likes so you can sell stuff get the likes the numbers the followers so you can sell stuff like it makes my head want to literally so I don't know when I'm looking for this overemployment if I'm looking in the right places because I don't know if my head really is in this. Do I always want to be selling people stuff? There's so much. One, there's so much stuff. Two, anybody will say anything for you to buy their stuff. Oh my God, you're lying. Oh my, yeah. Is that really being a productive part of society? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, because people are sell everything now everything everything's for sale everything's for sale your forehead yeah. your cheek your arm your shirt yeah. your legs your pants all of it's for sale all of it yeah for $15 <laughs> you can come to this Facebook live eye makeup tutorial and learn how to make your eyelashes shimmer <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I mean, it is it's bad. you're selling everything and everywhere you look, it's a sale. You know, you go out onto the street, you got strip malls of chain stores. When you look at the internet, you've got Facebook ads, you've got Instagram ads, you've got everything just... Commercials on TV. Commercials, emails radio. coming in your email box of shit for sale. It's if like, you talk about something, it's going to be showing up yep. all the ads on all the social media platforms on all your Google searches. Yeah, that's like the big joke, isn't it? Like you think about something, then poof, it's in your face on Facebook or wherever. I, I this whole, I, I, I look at the people that I know that have these brilliant minds that just spend so much energy on selling people stuff, and I'm just like, wow, is that all we all are anymore? Is pushing stuff on people now? Is that what we do? And the psychology they will sell you a book on how to sell people whatever you want to sell. Trust and believe for 99 cents on Amazon. I saw Tim and Kelly on Facebook. They made a webinar. You too can make a webinar. You're an expert on something. Check out this 30-minute webinar on how you can make millions off of hosting your own webinar. Dude, really? Everything? I think that's why I'm trying to have a um, new appreciation for things that are made with hands and things that are done and made and created, whether mm -hmm. it's food or goods. Mm -hmm. 
just getting back to maybe making things, buying things that people make. Yeah. I don't care if you listen. Shalini Leonica, we're here. Episode 26. 26. 26. 6 months. Let's keep it going. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. A podcast with Shalini and Leonica. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Well, congratulations on getting through that polar vortex. My parents came down here just before it started, and they're going back right after it's wrapping up when it's back up to 50. In the global warming, see how that warming works? It's going to get nice and warm because of warming. Just the fact that your parents skirted out of here right before that and they're skirting out of here, like, what's up with that? Like, did they know? Did they get a memo? Are they in control of the weather? Right. <laughs> my mom and dad, my mom will say yes. My mom will say yes. She can make the weather happen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I don't think anybody knew it was going to be like that. Like, you know, they had people checking on their house and stuff and... Yeah, and turning on the water. Yeah. Pipes are freezing like crazy. And they had their heat at 62 <laughs> anyway, so that was good. Because I saw all those alerts about people were ticked. The In case you didn't hear the story, by the way, in Michigan, um, I would just know because I have a lot of friends from Michigan, but they, the consumers' energy companies were asking people to turn their heat only to 65 because that wasn't there like a fire or something, or they didn't want to yeah, blow the circuits. Right, so they didn't want to. They didn't want to overload the system because they wanted everybody to have heat. People were pissed. People were like, "65, I don't want to turn it to 65." And then I saw other friends like responding to them on social media saying, "Well, this is for the good of all of us. Can't you just suck it up for a few days?" And I was like, "Man, look at that! That quick! People fighting over the haves and the have-nots and the who's got a heart and who doesn't. And I don't care if nobody has it as long as I have it. Like that's a thing." Would you put it at? You have heat. I, don't, I mean, when it came to that, I'm like, okay. In the summertime, my thermostat does not go below 68 for the air. Mm-hmm. There's no way in the wintertime, in the middle of a polar vortex, I'm turning my heat below 70. <laughs> I'm just, and I get it. But I'm like, you know what? We just gonna have to get through this and survive. If everybody is without heat, everybody's without heat, we're gonna build fires and we're gonna survive. But I'm not about to be cold. I'm not about to be cold during this crisis. I'm not about to be Did cold. you not turn your heat to 65? Hell no, I turned my heat to Leonica Riley. I turned my heat down to 62. Oh, okay. I mean, no, 72. Lee. 
nothing. <laughs> my house is not insulated as it is. And you know what? A lot of people who did that wound up. Now they're get, trying to unfreeze their pipes. Shut up. Really? Seriously. People are had to unfreeze their pipes. They had to go out and get heaters in this dangerous-ass weather. Okay, so, Shell, today you can see the sky. It's the first day. Yesterday was the first day you could tell the difference from the sky and the, the ground. I could not tell if I was driving through cloud snow <laughs> or if I was driving in a snow ditch. It was that bad. And... For them to even ask us to do some shit like that was just nuts. Like I said, people's pipes are bursting because they cut their heat down. Yeah, but what if everybody would have listened and then everybody would have blown out their heat all at the same time? We'd all have campfires in our living room. You are so funny. <laughs> See, here I am thinking those people are crazy. Like, why wouldn't you turn your heat down if it's going to help everybody out? You know, I figure it was... Okay, it was mostly like black people and minorities in my timeline that were like, hell no. So I figure we're only 10% of the Michigan population and all those good, rule-abiding white folks that turned their heat down to 65. You think they balanced you out? Most of us who did not. Because I knew that the white people were going to turn down their heat. I, I don't think all of us. Nope. I, the, the people that were having the arguments on my timeline were white. They were the ones. <laughs> yeah. And they were the ones that were like, I'm not turning my heat down. Blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, the response was from the, 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 the rule following white people. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's enough rule following white people <laughs> that don't question anything. I'm using my common sense. I'm sorry. I am using my common sense. I, my common sense says, hey, if there's heat, there's, you know, you you need to use it until there is no heat. And then you figure out what to do after that. Well, I'm that's just, like I'm, the oil car. The, the, but that, that's like saying we got to ride these cars until we don't have fuel anymore. Chamonix, it's negative 35 degrees <laughs> up here. I moved away so I never would have to feel it again. You ain't never felt that shit. I've, it ain't been this cold in our lifetime. I've felt negative 35 before. I've definitely felt negative 35. I saw numbers that said negative 70. That I had never felt before. Girl, yeah, in some, yeah, in like Chicago. Yeah. They had it a lot worse than, than what we did. And I'm like, seriously, <laughs> 10 minutes outside and you're frostbitten. Uh, uh, uh. No, I'm like, the wind, my house isn't insulated, I'm sorry, I'm trying, we got plastic up over windows and stuff, and we, you know, we, no. Well, I love you anyway, even if you were responsible for everybody in the state losing heat. (laughs) But did that happen? No. (laughs) Did it happen? It didn't happen. Thank you. It's a lot of motherfuckers whose pipes are bursting. Because <laughs> they want to suffer. Well, I'm just glad you got through it. I'm glad everybody got through it or is getting through it. But, you know, I'll try not to stress too much about all the uh, 
yuck we're putting on our future generations as far as fossil fuels and water consumption, etc. I will try and live in the moment more and not stress out about that stuff and stay I mean, warm. You know, like, I made sure that the electricity, because they asked us to limit our electric, electricity use too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I made sure the lights weren't off, that weren't being used, et cetera, et cetera, TVs and stuff running. And I did turn, like I said, I turned the heat down. <laughs> 72 is pretty good. It is. Because you probably wanted to have it up at like 80. Close to it. I, I don't, here I don't have it. Okay, my house isn't that insulated, but it's not that bad either. So. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, about 75 or so is, straight yeah yeah we keep ours at like 75 we've had the heat on here but i'm not going to talk about having the heat on here because you do not want to hear that I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. A podcast with Shalini and Miyamika. He's ready. He's talking about declaring a state of emergency. 45 is. I don't care if you listen. Episode 26. Good morning. We're recording on Saturday morning, the second day of February. The groundhog, by the way, speaking of the president, the groundhog also did not see his shadow. So uh, wrapping up that weather conversation, apparently spring is coming soon. So polar vortex should be out. Spring should be in. And a state of emergency is going to happen over a border wall that the president really, 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 really wants. Come on, guys. He really, 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 really wants it. It's <laughs> hilarious. And then what? And, and that's what scares me, you know? If he gets the wall, then what? What's next? He's only going to be in office for two more years, though, Chanel. I'm sorry. There is no way in hell he's getting reelected. If this electoral college doesn't change and we get all our votes all split up between 15 different people because we can't get it together, there's a chance he will win. Girl, there will be a civil war. What did you tell me last week? Get ready, girl. You know I'm always ready. I stay ready. Information. In the words of Nat Turner, Turner, I'm ready. Mm. (laughs) You know who Nat Turner is, right? Yeah. (laughs) We're going to revolt against this slavery shit. See, and that's the reason that I, the feeling I get when you say that is, man, I am really lazy. Am I really up for this? Like, am I up for this? Because I feel like I'm really lazy in comparison to ancestors. Yeah, I know I should be, but <clears throat> <laughs> they said we done went through too much shit. You better not go through the shit that we went through again, cause I girl. I know. I know. <laughs> My ancestors will tear me up when I cross over. Girl, my grandma's gonna get me for getting belly rolls. I can't. 
if she if I let this stuff go down, she will get all over me. Cause belly rolls ain't nothing to, to comparison to this politics going on here. I was gonna say I got I've had my belly rolls a long time. I should probably I one belt one belly roll. I the one. I have one very special belly roll, apparently. President Trump, uh, USA Today, uh, this is 20 hours ago. President Trump said there's a good chance he'll declare a national emergency to build his proposed border wall and said he would use his State of the Union address next week to once again make the case for the barrier. The barrier. <laughs> now it's the barrier. Shout out to Stacey Abrams, who will be responding to that. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a good chance we'll have to do that, he said of the declaration, which he has threatened for weeks. We have very strong legal standing, he says. He's debating how to handle wall funding while he's also planning a pair of high-profile meetings with foreign leaders. He told reporters he may meet with Chinese pres President, um, the Chinese President Xi Jinping next month after an expected summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. The U.S. and China are working to head off an escalating trade war, and the president hosted a delegation of Chinese officials on Tuesday. Um, I'm worried about China. In what regard? Um, I read here last month they seized Kenya's biggest port for debts, uh, that's kind of scary. Yeah, yep. How much do we owe China, and where are we in terms of our payment plans? Yeah. You need to dig into that, because it's Chinese holdings of U.S. Treasury slipped to 18th month low, 18 month low as it diversifies. Yeah, China's U.S. Treasury holdings hit a record low since May 2017. China, the largest non-U.S. holder of treasuries. So we do. Okay, so they hold our treasuries. Slashed its holdings of U.S. government debt for a sixth straight month in November. China had $1.121 trillion in U.S. treasuries in November, down from $1.138 trillion in October. The decline brought China's treasury holdings to the lowest level since May 2017. Even so, the world's second largest economy remains the largest holder of U.S. treasuries outside the United States. Yeah, we got to figure out. Yeah, we got to learn more about how we owe, who we owe, why we owe. Mm, for sure. In the meantime, my son is learning Chinese at school, so I'm pretty happy about that. That's interesting. Yeah, although right now he just knows how to say hello, even though he's been learning it for a couple months now. But we're working on it. Yeehaw. Well, I'm trying to really, like, learn as many languages as I can. I've been looking at, you know how you were talking about translator jobs. Uh-huh. I've been trying to learn. I, I need to up the ante on my Spanish. I should be way more fluent in my Spanish. I should be way fluent at Hindi. And my kid learning Chinese is enough inspiration for me to start, like, listening to songs and videos and trying to pay attention to that, too, so. You know, Americans are dumb when it comes to language. We expect everybody to speak English. Yeah. In most nations, people know, like, three different languages or dialects. Yep. And all we know is English and expect everybody else to conform to that. And English, out of all the languages, like, as far as the technicality goes, it's the hardest to learn because <laughs> the rules don't make sense. That's funny. 
Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you're somebody who's non-English speaking and you go to an English class, right. like the rules, they'll be like, yeah, T-H-I-E-R um, is the same as T-H-E-R-E. And they mean two different things. <laughs> right. And then we have all those, um, what do you call it, idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. The rules don't make sense. It's much easier to learn, like, Spanish, Portuguese, French, and all those other Latin-derived languages. Because a lot of them have the same root words. They do. So. Proud to have you on what it amounts to my front lawn. Um, but in many ways, it's right up this street uh, that my career uh, started in politics. Uh, it was a bunch of tenant leaders uh, who were perhaps, I always say I got my BA from Stanford, but my PhD on the streets of Newark. It was a bunch of tenant leaders that pushed me into running for office uh, because they really believed that was the best way to make a difference in this neighborhood. I've long since believed that life is about purpose and not position, and I've tried to stay true to the purpose that brought me into politics in the first place. That's why if you're in my office in Washington, it's a map of this neighborhood that sits behind me in my desk to focus on the folks who first took a chance on me and put me into the game. And what my neighbors are concerned with, and I've heard all around the country, is that uh, people in America are losing faith uh, that this nation will work for them. Uh, they're beginning to believe uh, that, that too many folks are, are going to get left out or left behind. They're beginning to believe that the forces that are tearing us apart are stronger than the forces that bond us together as a people, as a country. I'm, I'm running for president because I want to address these issues. We are a nation, the story of who we are. Everybody who's gathered on my front walk here, we are all here because Americans from different backgrounds, different races, different religions, even different political parties stood together, worked together, fought together to make this country stand for something. Free Booker, do you think that he's a viable candidate? That's what I'm telling you. I can't get excited about Harris or Booker or Warren or any of them. I am having a really hard time getting excited about them. I don't know what 2020 is going to look like. And until we change this whole electoral college system, I don't know that we're actually going to get anywhere with this situation. And if they keep brushing this Russian thing under the rug like it's not happening or it's no big deal, I really don't know what else they're going to brush under the rug and act like it's no big deal. Maybe a few more votes? I don't know. I really don't know. I just think it's just going to be more than the Russians we got to worry about now. Yeah. I'm like, I can see the, the Saudi prince. Yeah. To our elections and our social media sites and doing similar things. I actually, now that I think about it, I think that's what that little fish bump, fist bump was. Oh, the high five, the Putin, the Putin and MSB high five, MBS, MBS, yeah. Girl, I was so mad. I was sending a text message to somebody and I wanted to send them a handshake, um, GIF. Yeah. Do you know that popped up? Oh, really? It popped up. I was like, what? It's mainstream. I mean, it is, but it's so condescending because it was exactly the way I wanted it to be, but not with those two individuals. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to change my whole conversation. I, I, I couldn't send anything because I was sick seeking mm. to, see, to see that they glorified that. So that means the whole freaking world is making fun of that.
I mean, the hope is, is that there's enough people, you know, and hopefully we can do what we can do, but hopefully there's enough people fighting the good fight, you know, trying to make sure that the, the truth prevails, etc. I just hope there's enough of them. You know what happens to the good people fighting the fight to make the truth prevail? I know what happens to them. <laughs> I know. Who? Kadoshi. Kadoshi. See, I combined their names, Kadoshi and Kadoshi. I don't know why. That's part of that. That's part of the English being the only language thing. It probably has like an English melting together for you in your brain. Yeah, and I am an American selfish person. Kishoji, like, Kishoji sounds like a very Indian name. Like, that would be a name I feel like I would have heard. You know? I know, and then it kills me, because then you got Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a Muslim name. Jamal's a Muslim name. I know. Which makes me want to say Qaddafi. Think of Qaddafi. Yeah. So. And I think just... that a lot, I think of that a lot of um, Jamal's in the African-American community probably came after the whole advent of the Malcolm X, you know, oh, movement. Yeah. And, then, and I think you saw a lot more Jamals and Muhammads in the black community after that, too. Yeah. Uh, I got a cousin named Jamal, actually. What's up, Jamal? What's up, Jamal? You remember Jamal? You remember Robin? Robin used to call himself Robin instead of Jamal. His real name was Jamal, but he went by Robin. I don't know where those dudes are, Sean and Robin. They disappeared. We were in contact with Sean. And then he disappeared. Yeah, he just like said, "Peace out, world." No, that was so weird. Where the love, bro? Where the love? All right, well, I gotta go. I'm gonna. I gotta go to work. I gotta get dressed for work, and I gotta feed my kiddo breakfast. So. All right, boo. Well, you gotta have a great day. You too. Give your mom a big hug from me. You take a big hug from me. Good luck with all the stuff you gotta go through, family wise, and we'll catch up on the flippity flop. We'll be back to normal um, next week. All right, same to you. We'll fix the world, Lee, one step at a time. Give the doctor and the big lady a hug and kiss for me. I will, love, I will. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. A podcast with Shalini and Yamaha.